Welcome, everyone, to the Brand Narrative Podcast, hosted by the Creative Continuum. My name is Isaac Phoenix, and I am excited to be doing a, a podcast. Um, I was never really a huge fan of listening to podcasts. I prefer YouTube videos. And the reason, really, is it comes down to time. I enjoy how precise a YouTube video is, how how much information you can just pull from it in a very short amount of time, how it's precisely edited. A podcast is more like a conversation. It's, it's one person who is insane, like I am, talking to themselves, or it's a group of people coming together to have a conversation. Um, but the issue with YouTube videos is that there's a lot of pressure with as long as the platform's been around to to make the very best content that you possibly can. This podcast, you know, I, I've got a plan for the podcast as a whole. I've got a plan for what I'm going to talk about today, but I'm not I'm not going to edit it unless I do something absolutely insane, which is highly possible. But between moving it from my audio to my computer to the internet, it's so many different areas where it's so easy to click delete. You know, the thing that perfectionism gets an interesting rap, right? People think of it like a joke, as in, you know, job interview, what's your greatest weakness? Oh, it's I'm too much of a perfectionist, right? Or I always knew those those people in high school who wrote out way too many words on their paper and the teachers always got frustrated because they don't have an entire weekend to grade a paper. Um, you know, there's always a couple people like that. But the reality is, and it depends on kind of how your mind works, you know, if your mind's a lot more detail-oriented, you're, you're probably more likely to have success. If your mind is very large-scale oriented, if it likes to look at the big picture, that's really where a lot of perfectionists run into a lot of problems. Because you see the end goal, and you see what everyone else has done, and you just, you're able to take what they've done and picture it on what you're trying to do. But the problem then comes in with the fact that um, you just never start. You just never even have the courage to get started because of how overwhelming the ending is. And there's a variety of ways to help with that, right? You can make a list. You can be very precise. You can say, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to do this on this day and this on this day. But, you know, and, and there's no excuse for it. I will say that. And I'm, I'm not saying that to other people who have issues with this. I'm saying this to myself. There's no excuse as to why all this information is free on the internet. Most of the software is is free to use. The, they teach you for free. It's just about putting that time in. But there's this overwhelming phase of just knowing that, hey, with this being my first one, there's no way I'm going to get this done in a timely manner with the high quality that I want. So why even bother? A lot of the YouTube channels that I look at have been around for a long time, and I've watched most of their videos. And yet, when you go back to the very beginning, some of them are just weird, or they're just selfies, or like they're borderline just TikTok videos that people place on YouTube before TikTok was around, you know? And it's fascinating because those videos mean as much, if not more, to the entire lineup of videos than anything else does. And it's tempting. It's tempting to delete, to redo, to kind of give a new sense. But I think that that history is important. You know, I'm sitting here with this podcast and I, I'm going to say, um, so many times, like, um, I don't even, um, know how many, um, ums I'm going to use. It could be a drinking game for sure. But, uh, see, there we go. 
at the end of the day though, I'm gonna take this, I'm gonna put it up online, and I'm just going to accept it. And it's hard to kind of push through those phases. I am gonna start doing some YouTube videos. I'm gonna start doing blog posts. I'm gonna start doing a whole bunch of stuff and it's going to be terrifying, but I'm gonna push through because if I want to make any of this work, I have to start with something like this, something that's small, something that's easy, something that I can say, you know what? I sat down, I've pushed the record button. I'm gonna drag it, I'm gonna drop it. And you know what? People are free to make fun of me. Except for the fact that that's such a common trope of being made fun of. And yeah, it, it happens all the time for sure. But there's also a lot of people out there, especially online, who understand that you're just starting off. Who, who understand that between this podcast and the last podcast, maybe, just maybe, I'll get an audio introduction for this stuff. I'm just too terrified to find one because I know that gives me another opportunity to delete this before I get it online. A lot of people are very forgiving of, of the many mistakes, of the many errors. And when I say forgiving, some of them don't even see the errors. Everything that you see is, oh, I should have done that better, could have done that better. Most people just see that as, hey, that was perfect. That was fine. Um, and then the rest of them are able to relate to it. I mean, for me, watching all the YouTube videos that I watch, it would probably be better for me to go back and watch the first videos on some channels and, and look at how, I don't even want to say bad, but look at how novice they are. That's really the best word for it because they're not bad. They're what people could do with the with the tools and the technology and, and the the skills that they had at the time. And it's not bad. It's them putting themselves out there. It's brave. And that's that's where I'm trying to start off right now. If you're listening to this and if this sounds familiar, if you're able to connect with this, I hope that you're willing to do the same because it is absolutely terrifying to put yourself out there. But it's also important. We don't necessarily live in the same world that we lived in all the way back when, you know? We didn't walk five miles to school barefoot in the snow with bears chasing after us so that we could get a college degree because that guaranteed us having a good job, you know? We are each our own brand, our own story, and that's important to be able to put that out there. At the end of the day, we are marching towards, as a, as a society, everyone included, regardless of race, gender, location, religion, politics, I mean, regardless of all of this, I see us all marching towards an aspect of authenticity. And I think that that's very important to have because, yeah, occasionally you're going to find someone who is definitely going to leave a mean comment on your stuff, which is going to want you to delete your entire channel. But what you're never going to see is that someone you will never meet needed what you had to say at some point or another. And that's important, you know, to just get started, to just sit back and say, hey, Everyone, guess what? This is who I am. This is what I do. And it's not going to go over well. But if you hang out with me, maybe by the time we get to episode 200,000, it'll be all right. You know? <laughs> so it's important to get started. It's important to say, I'm beginning, but I'm going. One of the things that I work with people on in terms of brand narrative is seven different types of stories. The first story is the story of trust. And it's a very important story when you're starting out. 
it is the entire concept of sitting down and saying, you know what? I trust others to take care of me. I trust my friends to always be there. I trust that I always have a, a loved one to come home to. I trust that I have a home to come to, you know? I trust that I'm going to be safe. You know, whether you're trusting in your society, whether you're trusting in the rules, whether you're trusting in, in others and loved ones, but in this particular case, trusting in yourself and trusting in strangers are two very important pivots. Starting off just by trusting in yourself, trusting to sit back and say, you know what, I'm going to put this out there. You don't have to sit back there and, and brag and be like, well, I'm clearly, despite the fact that I've never done um, video editing or a podcast or even touched a computer, that I'm going to be the best person at this ever, right? It's, it's not that bragging. It's the, it's the idea of saying, you know what, I trust myself to figure this out. I'm going to take a second, I'm going to breathe in, and I'm going to breathe out. And that, that physical aspect of what you're doing is going to help clear your mind. It's going to give your mind enough time to say, you know what, I don't need this fear. I'm going to push it off, and I'm going to trust myself. Not to do it perfect, but just to do it. Just to get started. Because, yeah you're going to mess up. Yeah, there's going to be some huge pain points. But, and you know what? If you if you don't ever start, there's never going to be any pain points. You're never going to screw up. It's, it's going to always be perfect in your head, but it's also never going to get done. So take a second, breathe in, breathe out, and just hit the start button. That's it. The, the story of trust is very important. Because at the end of the day, each of the seven stories gives you a special type of asset. Uh, they're called values. Um, I use the term values for another word, so I, I don't love using that. But until I come up with another one, the, the story of trust imparts a value of courage. You know, you start off in a place where you're not sure what to do, you know, um, and being unsure what to do, you step up to the plate you recognize what you're up against and you say, doesn't matter what's going to happen. I'm going to do this. I'm going to step up. I'm going to fight off the monster for those of you who have read Christopher Booker's work. Um, and and I'm, I'm going to push the fear away. I'm going to get the task done. At the end of the day, it's not going to be perfect, but I'm going to do it. And when you, when you have that story of trust, when you tell yourself that story of trust, you give yourself a foundation of courage, something that you can stand on with both of your feet and say, I got this done. I did a good job. It's not a good product, but I did a good job getting it done. The other aspect is learning to trust others, learning to sit back and say, you know what? I've got friends who I know will lie to me and tell me this is the best thing they've ever heard. <laughs> I've got strangers on the internet who yeah, this is garbage. I've, I've, never, I've never done a podcast before. I've never said um so many times. But the words in between the ums, they matter to somebody else. And there's a stranger out there who will come across this, who needs it, who will find it. And, you know, I'm doing this podcast to sell my Define Your Narrative branding class. And so I'm going to have trust that the people who find this 
who enjoy it are going to come to my class. I'm going to be financially taken care of. I'm going to make sure that, you know, the class takes care of them. The coaching sessions afterwards takes care of them, that I have office hours set up for times that people need refreshers or, or have questions. There's an aspect of trust in yourself and an aspect of trust in others and an aspect of trust that others will have in you. And that courage takes you to completing the first step on your journey, whatever that is, whether it's you making something, whether it's you um, putting together videos or classes or, or podcasts or blogs like I am, whether it's you're creating a physical product, whether you're just sitting down and, and cooking in the kitchen and be like, well, shoot, I have no clue how to do this. You know who knows how to do this? Thousands of people on YouTube. And it's, it's a great start for you to sit back and be like, I don't know if I trust myself to be safe in this situation. And I don't mean physically safe. I mean, emotionally safe. You know, I, I, I can just sit here and be guarded and never be hurt. And that is 100% true. But if you're never hurt, you're also never going to be able to experience that joy. You're never going to be able to take the next step and say, you know what? This is worth a shot. And you know what? Something could go horribly wrong, but something could also go horribly right. And in some ways, especially for the perfectionist, that's even more terrifying because you set out this whole plan and you get to the end and you did it. And maybe it's awful. Maybe it's as better than anything you could have imagined. But the next phase that you have to get to, because it doesn't stop, you got to just keep going. And you know what? That's horrifying but it's also so much fun. But then after that, you don't have a plan. And nothing is more terrifying than that. And that's why trusting yourself is so important. Because at the end of the day, knowing that I don't trust myself, I'm going to make a plan, I'm going to push myself through, I did it, I trust myself a little bit. And now I have no idea what to do next. But all that anxiety, all of that fear comes from you not trusting yourself because you can sit down and you can again breathe in and breathe out and then you can sit back and say but that's okay that's okay that i don't have a plan because i trust myself to keep going i trust myself that in the end i can do it i trust that everything's going to be okay i trust that i'm going to find other people who need my content who support me I trust that everything's going to be great. And I want to add one more thing onto this. One of the things that I teach is about how to become a value-driven business. Money's such a funny thing. It costs no more money to create a $1 bill than it does a $100 bill. And yet the $100 bill is a lot more valuable just because of the number put down on it. And it's, it's almost comical because economics is the biggest game of imagination that we all play. I mean, the value of the stock of a company can go down just because the CEO caught a cold. I mean, if that's not the biggest, <laughs> most ridiculous aspect of just pure imagination and pure pretend, I have no clue what is. But... At the same time, the, game's, the game is high stakes. 
determines whether you can sleep, whether you can eat, whether you can drink. And again, the whole thing is pretend. So when we all sit back and say we're going into recession and we've got to hold back all of our money, it's literally everyone just agreeing to the same rules. <laughs> That's all that it is. There's there's this aspect that I struggled with when setting up my class over the idea of price, right? If everyone else is pricing here, do I price here? Do I do this? Do I do that? And all the advice I got was that I can set my own price, not based on what everyone else is doing, but based on the value that I'm offering. There's so much information on the internet for free, but I'm not selling information. I'm selling transformation. I help businesses, even in a recession, master their brand narrative, which increases their ROI. I mean, the, the average uh, conversion rate is 3%. I can bring it up to 20, as high as 20, per, or I'm sorry, 30%. I can bring it up to as high as 30%. Um, creating a community. You know, we use a lot of negative emotions like FOMO to sell, fear and anger to sell ideologies and to sell products. Disgust sells, you know, um, materials and walls. We, we can sell this stuff with negative emotions, but when we use positive emotions, we start to create a community. You know, instead of being disgusted with others and putting up walls to keep them out, we pull everyone into the same space because of trust and because we create traditions. So when we're creating this aspect and playing this game of economics, we, we get stressed out because we need money to do this or to do that or to keep the business afloat. And that stress drives us towards developing an interest just in the monetary instead of the value that we want to create. I mean, at the end of the day, work is not the only thing we have. And, you know, we all want to say, oh, yeah, it's school and then work. And then you've got a relationship, you know, relationship and family. And, you know, then you've got everything else. But there's so much more to life than that. And by using work as just one stepping stone, creating the business to get to the next step, which has nothing to do with your business, you're creating a value system that you can apply to your clients to give them value in their lives, to have them support your values, to help you get to the next stage. So the negativity of stress that comes from this gigantic imaginary game definitely warps the reason why we do what we do. It definitely takes everything and puts so much weight on us to get it right, to get it perfect, to make sure that we can be the best, right? I mean, how many of us want to make a million dollars, right? But do any of us have a concept of what a million dollars even means? I mean, I'd like to make $10 million because I feel like that's a good retirement amount. I calculated that a few years ago. A few years from now, when I make a $10 million, is that going to be enough anymore? Does the inflation rise? Do I need to start putting investments in? I mean, there, there are so many questions that that change over time. And I think that that's definitely an issue that we have when making our businesses. I mean, how many times we end up on YouTube and there's an ad saying, oh my gosh, we've been doing this forever and this is how business, you know, ROI increase, right? But then all of a sudden there's a new thing. And so you wake up, you know, six o'clock in the morning, you, you go on a run, you work out, you eat nothing but eggs and you come in and you learn a brand new skill. You implement that skill. Your business grows a little bit. You go to sleep extra early. You wake up extra early and you have to start the whole thing over again with a brand new skill. And that's not what I teach. I teach one skill that raises your that raises your ROI. 
that creates a community, that builds value into your business and lets you look at the business as a whole and then what goes beyond the business, what the business leads into to the next step. And that's narrative because we use narrative as a form of abstract communication to talk to each other in ways that we don't have any other words for. It's all analogies and examples. As epic as swords and dragons and unicorns are, it's far more epic for us to be able to connect with others through the stories that we tell. And that's the first story that I tell, is about trust. Trusting yourself, trusting others, trusting the process, not being stressed out by the money, focusing on the value, and creating a foundation of courage so when you get to the next step, you can sit back and be like, you know what? I've got this. I've got people who are going to back me up. And this process that has been done for a thousand years, <laughs> far longer, really. Um, business narrative and business psychology have been around since the 80s. Story structure has been around even longer um, since, you know, before the the turn of the last few millennia and story itself is is an eternal thing but it has always been a way to give us the tools that we need to connect with ourselves connect with others and connect with the world so i'm going to close out this podcast because i have no clue how to end this <laughs> and i don't have an ending song because again if i edit this i might just delete it i i have been doing a lot of rambling and that stresses me out. So I'm going to take a second. I'm going to breathe in. I'm going to breathe out. And then I'm going to sit back and say, you know what? I'm going to push stop on this. I trust myself. I'm going to load it to my computer, put it online, and it's probably going to get zero views. And that's okay. Because this is what I know that I need to hear right now. And so I hope that by, by telling myself this, but also putting it online for others, that others who need to hear it will have this as well. Move through your story of trust. Find your courage and get started and get ready for the next phase.